Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Empowering Artists podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. My name is Rebecca. If you are new here, I am your host of this podcast, and I am so, so excited that you are here with me today, especially because we are going to be going back into um, the actors chat segment. So um, if you are, again, new here, hello. Um, so this podcast covers a variety of different things. This particular podcast is specifically geared towards actors. I am an actor myself. I work in the Washington, D.C. metro area professionally as a stage and screen and film and TV um, performer. So this is sort of where my area of expertise is, and I decided to um, start this segment just to sort of help people who maybe are listening to this podcast who are really interested in, you know, auditioning for theater and maybe film and TV and just sort of helping them figure out where to start. So this is specifically for all of my actor friends out there, especially if you're looking for theater um, to audition for, or maybe you're just interested in learning more about how the entire system works. So no matter what it is, I am happy that you are here with me today. Okay, so today's topic is going to be about auditions. Um, auditions are important because they are basically like our job interviews. Um, I cannot tell you how many times people have asked me, you know, like, aren't you so nervous to audition? Aren't you so like, you know, um, like concerned or worried about it? And I think once upon a time I was nervous to audition when I was younger, but I've been auditioning for a really long time, so I don't get really nervous anymore. And something that I asked, that I found myself asking, you know, people who were already out in the professional world before me was, you know, hey, like where, um, like where do you even find auditions? Because, you know, when you're growing up and in high school and in college, it's sort of very easy to find auditions within your department because you know where to look. But as soon as you get out into the real world, it's like, well, what am I looking for now? Like, where do I go? Like, how does this work? And so that's sort of why I wanted to talk to you about different ways you can find auditions. This will be mostly focused on theater with some film and TV thrown into there. Um, So yeah, we are just going to get started here. So with auditions, um, we'll start off with theater auditions. So with theater auditions, you can find them in a number of ways. If you're looking for community theater, then normally you can pro- you can probably Google search like community theaters in my area. So you can put in your location, like the city or town that you live in. And my guess is a lot of things are going to pop up. So once those pop up, there's most likely um, like you can click on the links. The website will appear and you'll be able to find auditions off the bat. Professional theater is a little bit more complex. (laughs) Um, So a lot of times when you're looking for auditions and you go to the websites, the websites aren't necessarily geared towards actors looking to audition for those theaters. It's more so geared towards the, the regular consumer, right? Someone who wants to maybe go see a show, wants to see what's playing, see how much tickets are, all that stuff. So it's a little bit trickier, but not impossible. So normally what I do is I'll go to the theater and a big theater in this area is um, um, Arena Stage. So Arena Stage is in Washington, D.C. And if you go onto their website, you know, you look at it and it has a list of all the shows that are coming up and what they're going to be doing and how they're going to be doing everything. 
um, or not how, but when they're going to be doing everything. And if you sort of click around, um, I believe you find there's like an auditions page somewhere. So like you just have to click around a little bit and then you'll find an auditions page. And most of the time, um, they're not going to really say auditioning for this show on this day and this day. That doesn't really happen. What you probably will come across um, with a lot of professional theaters is that maybe they'll post when they're having an open call. And um, if they do post that, then you know that's awesome. Like easiest, easiest thing to find. But sometimes they don't. And in that case, if you just, you know, you're clicking around, you can't really find anything about an audition, the next best thing to do to try and get an audition is to send your headshot and resume to the casting director. And, you know, it'll end up in their inbox. Um, I always recommend emailing them, especially now, um, you know, especially with COVID and everything, a lot of theaters are only taking digital submissions. So, you know, just sending in your digital submission and once you do that, you know, you just sort of have to sit and wait. You've sent in your materials and maybe you'll get called in for an audition. And then that's sort of like what you do if you're looking for auditions. And if you're lucky enough to find one on their website, then, you know, you're golden. But if not, then that's sort of like the next step to take. And it should be noted that just because you send your materials to the casting team doesn't mean that you'll get called into an audition. It just means, you know, you've sent it in. You're like, hey, here I am. This is my stuff. Thank you so much. Now, that is um, sort of with professional theater. And there are actually, um, there's some websites too that you can use um, to find, you know, auditions in your area. So one of the websites that's really popular is called Backstage. Um, I believe the website is like backstage.com. Um, you do have to pay to use the website. And let me sort of clarify that. So again, like with scams and everything, and I feel like I should probably do a segment on like identifying scams um, that are out there. Um, but Backstage is, it's not a scam. Um, a lot of scams that happen, you know, you have to pay to like, it's like pay to play basically. And a lot of those scams actually like target like children um, and like, you know, their parents. But again, I can get into that in another um, episode. But again, scams are basically pay to play. And with Backstage, it's like you have to pay for a membership to the website. So you can still like look at all the things that are casting and you can look at all of the things that, you know, are that's going on in your area, but you can't submit to those, um, to those productions or like get any more information on those productions unless you're a member of that website. I personally have been a member for, I believe, two or three years at this point, um, See, I've been a member for a while. Um, I've used it. I've gotten work off of it. I've gotten I've gotten more information than anything off of that website, if I'm being honest. Um, I think it's a great place to start out. Um, but I think depending on sort of what you're looking for, it might be useful to you in certain markets. So I feel like Backstage is very useful in like a New York market, an LA market. Um, I'm in the Washington DC market, which I feel like it's kind of useful, but I found a lot of, um, I've actually found a lot of work outside of using Backstage. So is it necessary? I would say it sort of depends on the market you're in. Um, and definitely would have, it would have more benefit to you, especially if you're in like a bigger market like New York or Los Angeles or probably even Chicago, actually. Um, but I used it and I like it. 
Um, and that is one website that you can use. Another website that you can use is um, Playbill. And Playbill is this website where it's like you, you go to the URL or like, you know, you type in the website into the URL box thing. And there are, there's like an auditions tab. It's like on a drop down menu. And on the auditions tab, you can sort of search by like area. And for a lot of them, they'll have um, like theaters in your area that are having equity calls. Now, Equity is the Actors Union for Stage Performers. So Actors Equity Association, um, like that's that's the union, and the calls normally will say like EPA or um, ECC, which stands for Equity Chorus Call, and they're geared towards um, those actors who are equity because I think by by union rules, um, theaters have to have these equity open calls. Um, now. That doesn't mean if you're not equity, you can't go. If you're not equity, you can still go to these open calls and possibly be seen, but you're definitely going to sort of get um, sort of pushed towards the back of the line because they must see equity people first. And then there are the people who are eligible for the union. And I learned this, um, I learned this like a couple years ago, just because you're um, eligible, to join the, eligible to join the union, which is what I am, doesn't mean they always have to put you ahead of the non-equity people. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. And again, I can dive into that in like a totally separate episode um, on unions and stuff. So I guess that's like two more episodes I need to I need to do for you guys. Um, but yeah, um, Playbill.com, especially if you're in a bigger market, um, is also a really good resource just to see like what's out there and if there are any open calls that you would be able to go to. Um, so those are the two websites that I use for theater. Um, I know that, you know, different areas and different, um, markets might have different things. Those are the two that I find as an actor in the Washington DC area that I find to be helpful and useful, um, for theater. And also this is, (laughs) I don't recommend this way, but something where I find a lot of my auditions, actually, I find them on Facebook. Like, I'm in a couple of groups for actors. I'm in, I I have a page liked, um, for the Baltimore area and they post like information for when like auditions pop up. And so again, I don't know exactly like what works best for the area you're in, but you know, Facebook has actually been quite useful. Now, the only thing with Facebook is that you know, it's always like information from a third party. So if there's something like, you know, if you see um, a casting call or an open call notice on Facebook, um, you know, I would go to that website. I would like, you know, type in, um, let's see. So the Kennedy Center is a very well-known performing arts venue in the country, I feel. So if I saw something for the Kennedy Center, um, and this did, this did happen this past year, um, I saw something for the Kennedy Center doing an open call and I was like, okay, how do I submit to this? What, like, what's the deal? Um, and it was a virtual open call too. So what I ended up doing was because I saw that post on Facebook, but it didn't give me enough information. So what I did was I went to Google and I typed in Kennedy Center open call 2021 and I Googled it. And, um, the first thing that popped up was that exact page that I was looking for. And I had to send in, you know, headshot resume and request an audition time over zoom. So that kind of thing, especially like during the pandemic, um, and sort of more towards the end of the pandemic, when people sort of saw that we were coming out of it 
and that live theater hopefully is going to be returning soon. Um, they definitely were like, you know, um, all online. And so you, a lot of times you find things on Facebook and this is basically my point. If you find something on Facebook, it's, I always 100% say, you know, go to that company's website, that theater's website and see if there's something there. If there's something that's lined up, there's something that matches. Um, because if it, if there is, then that's awesome. And you know, it's good to go. Um, and if not, then that's where you need to do a little bit more digging because, you know, people get really excited for auditions, especially for big theaters and especially right now. And I just think it's always worth it to do your due diligence and just looking things up and making sure that whatever you're submitting for, you're going in for is legitimate and is happening because, you know, there are bad people out there and I would hate for you to like get caught in that. So always, always do your due diligence. Okay, so that was mostly theater, um, where you can find auditions online. So we have um, backstage.com, we have playbill.com, um, and the less the less endorsed Facebook. Um, not to say that you can't find things on Facebook, but again, it's very much, you know, if it's coming from Facebook, but really if it's, you know, anything you find, just do your due, dil- do, <laughs> do your due diligence. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> um, cool. So we have that, um, and that's mainly for theater. Now let's sort of switch gears a little bit to film and TV. So with film and TV, it's a bit of a different ball game, and unfortunately, it's not like there's this one database where you can like find things and submit to them. Um, well, there is a database like that, and we'll get into that. But there's nothing that like you as the actor really has access to as far as like a database is concerned. So we're just going to sort of break it down here. Um, the first thing that you would need to do to find an audition for a film and television, um, production, um, well, I guess I should back up even more here. So, okay, there's different kinds of film and TV work. So if you're looking for non-union work, um, like you're looking for indie films, if you're looking for student films, a lot of times it's really easy to, you know, Google like the university in your area, look up if they have a film department, and a lot of students have to do student films in the film department. So it's always worth it to look them up and, like, you know, find an email that, like, you know, makes sense to email them and be like, hey, I wanted to know if there's any auditions for student films coming up. And they might even put you on, like, a listserv. Um, They might even put you on, like, the email list, and you might get emails for that local university for um, casting calls. Um... So there's that option for non-union. Um, Facebook, again, Facebook, again, is another place where you can find um, indie non-union um, films. I caution you with finding non-union work on Facebook um, because, you know, it's different levels. Like, I, I found a non-union, um, a non-union job on Facebook, and I took it because I found it, and it was, like, through someone who, like, I went to school with, but didn't really know, but I knew she went to school, and I knew she was working for a legitimate company, so that's why I took that. Um, but if it's someone who's, you know, saying, oh, I wrote this indie film, and, like, I'm looking for actors, not to say that it's not going to be a good experience, but again, use, use a discerning eye, use common sense, and really just follow your gut. Like, if you don't think it's a good 
fit for you, if you don't think it's a good vibe, then then don't do it. Um, I know quite a, or not, I don't know anyone, but I've met a few people who have taken on non-union jobs that they found on Facebook and they're like, oh, it was awful. Like this one girl, I think, told me that she showed up um, and they were like at a car yard or not a junkyard, but they were somewhere and it sounded really sketchy. And she was like, and we didn't know where anyone was. And the director was really rude and all this other stuff. So again, Facebook is a place where you can find it. And there are lots of like acting groups on Facebook. And I'm sure there's acting groups for whatever major city you're in or what town you're in. Just be very, very, very careful and just, you know, keep your, keep your guard up and use common sense, really. Just like use common sense when they like figuring out if you want to take on a project or not. Um, there's also sort of a way you can sort of sort through the projects mentally, um, in your mind. And that's like all about learning how to read audition notices, read casting notices, um, all that stuff. So again, I guess that can be another, um, another episode that I can just add on, um, to this segment. So that'll be coming soon. Um, so yeah, Facebook, um, is, is a place where you can, you can look and sometimes you'll find student films as well in those groups. Um, so that's, that's basically non-union work. Now, if you're looking for non-union extra work on professional productions, and I realize that's kind of a lot. So when you're work, okay, let's, okay, let me get my thoughts straight here. So a lot of times in areas with, you know, like New York City, Los Angeles, Chicago, Washington, D.C., actually. Um, oh, also, um, like Georgia is a big one. These are all cities that will be casting for background work or extra work. And these are the people, you know, like in movie scenes where they're just sort of like walking around in the background. Like you don't really pay attention to them. They don't do much except walk and like they're there to fill the scene, right? So it's really important that, you know, these production companies have these, you know, background actors and you can work you can work on a big budget studio film as a background actor. Um it's it's possible, it's happened, I've done it. Um and you know, it's a really really good experience to to do because you get professional ex- you get professional experience on a film set. Um it's not something that we would really put on your resume. Um and I guess when I do the the headshot and resume um, like deep dive episode. I'll explain why. Um, but you know, it gets you experience just as far as like you as a person experiencing what it's like to be on like an actual film set, how everything works. It's also very fascinating and really interesting. Um, it is very much, you know, hurry up and wait. You do a lot of waiting. I've even, I even curated at one point, I was doing a lot of extra work just to like understand how everything was operating. I curated like an extra bag. So it's like everything you need to survive like a day on set as an extra or whatever. Um, it was, it was kind of funny now that I look back on it, but, um, yeah, you are totally able to do that. And the way that works is, well, again, back to Facebook, cause I found all this on Facebook. Um, you need to find the casting companies in your area and, 
Um, I, it, it really varies from area to area, um, from market to market. I really don't know the big ones to look out for, but a lot of times if you find a legitimate, um, a legitimate casting, um, casting company, then, you know, that, that casts for these extra background non-union work, um, then yeah, you can totally apply. And, you know, they normally have a lot of instructions. They have a lot of specifics they're looking for. But if you find, like, le- the legitimate ones and you, you know, like them on Facebook, the stuff will come through. And you'll be able to sort of, like, see what's right for you. Maybe um, there's something, like, really specific that they're looking for that you're, you'd be perfect for that you could totally go submit for. So that's how you can find background work for, like, film and TV because that's how I found it. Um, and then if you are looking for, if you're looking for work that is, um, not, not for TV, well, yes, kind of for TV. If you're looking for local non-union work, then the next sort of thing that you need to look for is a casting director, um, or a casting office. Now, what is a casting director? A casting director is someone who is who you audition for essentially and they're the one who's working with the client and you know it's like the client needs actors you're an actor the casting director is that middleman that um that helps the client find their actors and the way that you can do this is that you know you can look for um again legitimate casting directors in your area um you know, if you're out there long enough, you meet enough people and you talk to them, like, you're gonna learn where all these, like, casting directors are, the legitimate ones, the good ones, um, because that's how I found a casting director, um, in the Washington, D.C. area, who I actually ended up just cold submitting to, so I just sent in my headshot, my resume, and I was like, hi, my name is Rebecca, here's my headshot resume, um, I'd love to be put into your database, and I was put into their database, and I get stuff from them. Um, it's picked up quite a lot since um, the pandemic is, like, kind of winding down here, which is fantastic. Um, so that's one way you can get auditions, because you audition for the casting director. Um, and, you know, they're the people you want to get into the room for. So, or you want to get into the room in front of, I guess? I guess that's the better way to say it. Um but yeah, that's how you sort of get connected to projects that are coming through. Um, so some projects that I've worked on, I've worked on the National Red Cross. Um, I worked for the um, on a project for yeah the National Red Cross. Um, I've done. I worked on a commercial for a local um, used car company. I've I worked on this one cool thing. It was like they were getting footage for like a VR experience. I don't actually know what ended up happening with that. Um, but it was, it was cool and it was really fun. Um, and then I also, yeah, um, just a lot of opportunities that have come through that office and I'm like so, so grateful for them. But yeah, it's a lot of like, you know, you just got to find these offices and I, I wish I had like a list of offices that, um, you know, were in various areas and Fortunately, I don't. But if you do enough research, you can typically find the ones that are legitimate and the ones that are, like, you know, good. So that's one way. Finding casting directors, casting offices to submit your material to. Um, that's a big one. 
And depending on your area, you might have even like a local like um, database that you can get to. So in the Washington, D.C. area, there is something like that um, where it's like you can log on. You don't have to be an agent or anything. And you can log on, create a profile, and just sort of look at the casting um, projects that are out there. And um, I like it because it's it's like a database and you can just sort of sift through everything, see what you like, see what you don't like. Um, but again, I caution you, it's kind of like Facebook. Those projects that show up aren't necessarily vetted by um, the website. So you want to be very careful in what you choose and select to audition for. Now, sometimes when I look through this particular database and I see a project and I see it's by a company that I know is legitimate, then I'm like, okay, I'll submit for that. Um, but if it's by, you know, like a company that I've never heard of before, I'll maybe do like some, I'll Google the name and if nothing really pops up, I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe not. Um, but that's the good thing about casting offices is that because there's that middleman, like, you know what you're being called in for is legitimate. Like, you know. So, that's, like, another... A great thing about casting directors and casting offices is that you know whatever you're doing is legitimate. Um, and the same thing with, like, background work. Like, if once you find that casting director, like, especially if they're offering, like, you know, background work and it's paid background work, then, you know, most of the time that's legitimate. Um... Oh my gosh. Sorry, guys. There is, like, um, an emergency vehicle going by. Um, I'm actually... So I'm recording this in my car because um, I'm on a bit of an adventure this evening. Um, so I apologize for the uh, the sirens there. Okay, I think they've passed. Um, but yeah, that is what... Um, that is something that's really good about going through casting directors is that you know it's legitimate. And if you find paid background work, then, and it's like more than like, you know, $20 or whatever, like then most of the time that's like a legitimate thing. Because if you think about it, background actors, like they, they're paid to sort of sit there and like fill in the background as needed. And a big budget production company will pay for something like that. Like an indie film won't really pay for something like that. They might give you, like, a meal, but they won't pay you. Um, and on these big production companies, like, not only are you paid, but they also feed you for free. Um, like, well, not free to them, but free to you. So, um, yeah, I can just, that's another thing we can sort of dive into when looking at, um, like, casting calls and casting notices. Um, but yeah, that's another way you can look for, casting, not directors, um, but casting opportunities in your area. Um, and honestly, just talking around and doing like the work to where you're looking up casting directors and submitting your, um, submitting your materials. That's like where you can find auditions and how you can find auditions. Um, so those are probably the biggest ones that I'm like a huge advocate for, um, finding, you know, the people who are legitimate and, like, submitting your materials and just waiting for the auditions to pop up. It, it, it does take time, as with anything, it does take time. Auditions don't just, like, come pour, they don't, like, pour in every day. Um, so it's really important just to keep that in mind. Um, and as far as websites go, um, so Backstage can also be used for film and TV. It's, it's for both. 
Um, again, depending on the market you're in, depends on what you'll see. Like, my guess is if you were in the LA market, you would find a lot more, like, film and TV stuff than you would theater. And if you were in the New York market, you'd find a lot more, um, theater stuff than film and TV. Um, so just something to keep in mind. But backstage is also good for, um, film and TV. And then, um, there is another website called Actors Access, which is, um, it's kind of like, it's like a website where you can, um, where you can submit to, submit to projects from, like, different production companies and studios and things like that. Um, you have to, you have to pay to use the service, um, and to, like, submit materials and upload materials and things like that. Um, it's not one of those pay-to-play things. It's, it's a legitimate site. Um, I personally haven't used it all that much, so I'm still learning. Um, but I know it exists, and I know people like it and they use it, so I wanted to just mention it here, and I will hopefully report back, um, when I have more information on it. Um, yeah, guys, so I feel like that's about it. Just sort of where to find auditions and how to find auditions, um, for film and TV, um, you know, again, this is a very, this experience is very much from the lens of working in the Washington, D.C. area, mid-Atlantic market. I don't know how it is in different markets, but just from my personal experience, this is where and how I got to where I am. And I think that if you're starting out, like, from anywhere, it's a good way to just sort of take a first step. I'm hoping that, you know, if anything, you guys are finding the first step that you can take to becoming an actor, to pursuing your dreams, or maybe you've already taken the first step and this is providing you with like steps three, four, and five. Like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the episode today. Um, I'm so happy that you joined me and I would love to hear, um, what and how you find your auditions. So if you would, um, you know, tell me how you're doing that, I would love that. Um, you can send me a DM on Instagram. My Instagram is at artisticallyboldlife. Um, I'm always on Instagram. So send me a message and we can chat about it and, you know, we can just figure out maybe if you're um, a little stuck, what we can do to get you going in, in the right direction. Um, so yeah, guys. And before I go today... Uh, today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by my free Facebook group, Empowering Artists in Business. If you are an artist of any kind looking to monetize your skill set, come join. We are having a great time in there, and we would love to have you. So, guys, everything that I mentioned, um, like, link-wise will be in the show notes. So, thank you so much again for listening, and I'm so excited for, um, you know, to share this knowledge with you and for the next episodes, so stay tuned for that. Until then, guys, have a good one. I will talk to you later.